you, babe. Say how about a little... Ouch! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere from Brooklyn. I've done a lot of work in the theater, but I keep giving it up because I'm really interested in something steady, like eating. So I took a job as a traveling sales lady for a certain novelty company. And after three days at it, I can see why they call it a novelty company. If you sell something, it's a novelty. And when I took this job, I was supposed to be a house-to-house salesman. But they didn't tell me the houses were 20 miles apart. And I'm hungry, too. Guess I'll just leave my trusty old sample cases out here on the sidewalk and buy myself something to eat in this little hamburger joint. Mmm, gosh, those hot cakes and little sausages smell good. Yummy. Yes, miss, what can I do for you? (laughs) Thanks, I didn't think you noticed me. How much for hot cakes and sausages, my little man? I've got, well, 35 cents. Well, very reasonable. Very. The toast is free. Uh, good. Then that's for me. Oh, miss, the toast is free only if you take the breakfast. Oh. Kind of thought there was a catch to it. I'll take a cup of coffee. Oh, uh, sure, miss. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, miss. I spilled some of the coffee into your saucer. Oh, good. I'm a little too tired to do it by myself. Oh, do you like drinking it from a saucer, too? Well, not ordinarily, Sonny, but that's the only way I can drink it and keep an eye on my sample cases out on the sidewalk at the same time. Did you say sample cases? Uh-huh. I'm a traveling sales lady. Oh, I see. Uh, what are you selling? Nothing. You're selling nothing? Mm-hmm. Folks in this part of the country sure have a lot of sales resistance. Yeah. Here, I'll give you some more coffee. Oh, thanks. Miss, you ain't from these parts, are you? Nope. Brooklyn, New York. Oh, gosh, New York. I heard a lot about New York. What's it really like? Like nothing you've ever seen, Mr. Um... Johnny, miss. Johnny Clark. Oh, well, I'm Maisie Revere. Hi. Hi. Um, Johnny. Yes, Maisie? I think maybe you'd better stop pouring the coffee. The counter's starting to float. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess I was just carried away, kind of. Gosh, give me the big city any time. There's nothing to do in these hick towns. No? No, look at this place. It's practically a cemetery with lights. Nothing to do. No place to go. And all those crazy laws. Crazy laws? Yeah. Why? What are the city fathers against here, Johnny? You name it, and they're against it. We got all kinds of crazy laws. Oh, hi, Officer Riley. Uh, Whose suitcases are those out on the sidewalk? There's one of them now. 
Oh, <laughs> well, those things are mine, officer. I left them out on the sidewalk while I came in for a cup of coffee. Well, you should have taken them in with you. Oh, well, that's silly. None of my suitcases drink coffee. Keeps them up at night. Oh, one of them witty type persons. Look, <laughs> Officer Riley, she hasn't Oh, let had... me handle this, Johnny. What's wrong with leaving my stuff out in the curb? It's section 252 in the penal code of this township. That's what's wrong. That'll be five dollars, miss. Five bucks for parking my stuff on your crummy sidewalk? Maisie, please. Uh, that'll be ten dollars, miss. Ten dollars? Don't tell me I got my junk parked on both sides of the street. You just broke city ordinance number 348, whereby it's a misdemeanor by word or action to deride city property. And that sidewalk is city property. Officer, have you got rocks in your head? Uh, ordinance 529 states that insulting an officer of the law in the pursuit of his duty is punishable by a fine of $5. Well, I'll take ten bucks worth of that. Officer Riley, I've met flat feet in my time, but this is the first time I met one who was flat at both ends. Maisie, please. And if you think you can pull that stuff on me, you ought to have your brain examined by a doctor. And if he finds a brain, somebody ought to have the doctor examined. Oh, Maisie, you're only making it worse. Well, here's your summons, miss. Be at Judge Murdoch's court tomorrow morning at ten, with fifty dollars. Oh, this is the most ridiculous... Fifty dollars? According to Ordinance 833, it's a misdemeanor to talk in an unnecessarily loud voice before 9 a.m. Good day, miss. Now, officer. Yes? I haven't got the money. Too bad, miss. You're not going to like our jail. Jail? Johnny, would they... I mean, do you think this is... I'm sorry, Maisie. Anything I can do? Yeah. Ask your chef to bake me a cake with a file in it. Come in. Oh, I'm looking for Peter Rockford, the lawyer. I'm Peter Rockford, the lawyer, miss. Uh, uh, Revere. Uh, see, I, I sort of expected an older man. You're... Uh, you're young. Well, Miss, it isn't against the law to be young, is it? <laughs> well, it might be. Everything else in this town seems to be against the law. Gee, just get a look at what Officer Riley handed me. Mm. Looks like you had the book thrown at you. Yeah. I'm a regular one-woman murder incorporated all by myself. Um, Mr. Rockford, I need advice, and I need it bad. Well, I'd suggest you pay the fine. Well, I don't need it that bad. Look, do you tell all your clients to go ahead and pay the fines without fighting the case? You don't understand, Miss Revere. Oh, I think I do. You don't want to defend me because I can't pay you. Well, that's not true. It's, uh, well, my hands are tied. But your tongue ain't. You could tell that Judge Murdoch where to get off of those screwball laws. I don't want to go to jail and be a marked woman for life. you got to do something, Mr. Rockford. I'm afraid I can't. You broke city ordinances, laws that are on the books. But they don't make sense. What's so terrible about parking a couple of suitcases on the sidewalk? Well, it's still the law, and the local constabulary enforces that and other archaic ordinances whenever the city treasury gets too low. But why pick on a poor schnook like me? Gosh, what am I going to do? I wish I could think of something. Come in. Hi, Pete. Hi, Maisie. Just call me public enemy number one, Johnny. Uh Uh-oh. Can't do anything, huh, Pete? Oh, I don't think we can expect any mercy from Judge Murdoch. Oh, see, that's an angle. Angle? Yeah. After all, I'm a woman. Oh, Murdoch is about 60. Oh, too late, huh? If I had the 50 bucks, Miss Revere, your problem would be solved. 
Well, thanks, Pete. You're real sweet. But, but strangely enough, it's not me I'm concerned about. It's you folks in this town. How can you enjoy life here? Who enjoys it? Fine town against the law to talk loud. Against the law to kiss a girl in public. Against you the law to take... You can't even a... kiss a girl in public either? No. Well, passed <sighs> after the War of 1812, just before the soldiers came home. If you can't kiss a girl, it's a wonder the soldiers wanted to come home. Yeah, yeah. Say, the newspaper should be interested in giving a lot of space to fighting a law like that. People are always interested in kissing. Hmm, I know I would be. If they made it less expensive. Well, it, it might help to bring to light uh, the other ridiculous outmoded bylaws if a case like that was actually brought to court and fought. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to find two people in town that wouldn't mind kissing each other in public. You mean a man and a woman? <clears throat> that's the law, Sonny, of nature. And believe me, that's one law that makes sense. Yeah, but who'll we get? Folks in this town don't care much for that kind of publicity. Oh. Well, what about you, Johnny? You've got a girl, haven't you? Yeah, I got a girl, but kissing her is out. We're not married yet. Oh. How about you, Pete? Me? Yeah, why not? You're tall and handsome, curly black hair, and the cutest dimple. Oh, shucks. You mean you think there's a girl who'd want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be, honey. Could be. Oh. Yeah, what do you say, Pete? Are you willing to play the party of the first part? Why, well, I guess so, but I'll need a girl to kiss. <laughs> Who, uh, who we ask? Oh, Petey, I don't have anything special to do right now. Oh, Maisie, no you sending you to shop around. You couldn't know any of the girls in town. No, I couldn't, could I? Mm, let's see now. There's Rita Howard. Yeah, the fellas all say that she's, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. oh, she's got those protruding teeth and every other one is missing. Yeah. Kissing her is like kissing a picket fence. Well, I got all my teeth. Uh, say, Johnny, uh... That Charlotte Phillips isn't a bad-looking dish. Yeah, but her brother is six feet eight. I ain't got a brother. We need a girl who doesn't talk much, don't we, Maisie? Yep. Let's see, now, who can we get? Don't ask me, chum. I gave up long ago. Say, I've got it. Yeah? Who? Maisie. Me? Oh, that's a wonderful idea. How did you ever think of it? Swell. Then it's set. I don't know. Well, here we go again. Why not? Yeah, why can't you kiss Maisie? Yeah, why not? Well, you're hiring me as your lawyer. You're my boss. Well, what do you want, a raise? No, it's just that, well, business and romance don't go together. No? Have you ever been a private secretary? Well, let's see. If we're going to get ourselves arrested for kissing in a public place, we've got to pick out one that's real public. Well, then let's go to the park. But, Maisie, a cop only goes through the park every two hours. Good, then we'll have lots of time to practice. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. Maisie. 
Oh, gosh, Peter, it's beautiful here in the park. The full moon shining and everything covered with snow. It sure is romantic. Pete, I said, it certainly is romantic. Pete, I'm talking to you. Take off your earmuffs. Okay. There. Good. <laughs> See, it sure is romantic here, Peter. Well, say something. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful, darling. Sheer poetry. I'm sorry, Maisie, but I'm cold. Well, it'll get warmer, son, much warmer. Johnny, you go find a cop. No, I'd rather stay here and watch. I got a lot to learn. You ain't the only one. Go find us a nice cop, Johnny. Okay, I'll, I'll warn you when he's coming. I'll whistle like this, Pete. And if everything's all right, you whistle back. If everything's all right, he won't be able to whistle back. Hmm? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. To... <laughs> well, I'll go smell out a cop. Yeah, and don't be long, Johnny. Now, look, Peter. We gotta make this kissing business look like the real thing if we want the cop to arrest us. You know, first we gotta get in the mood. Look, Maisie, we're just doing this thing for the people. Well, I'm people, and I like a little preliminaries before the main event. Okay, okay. What do you want me to do? Well, suppose you stop flapping your arms around yourself and flap them around me. But, Maisie, I'm just flapping my arms to keep my blood circulating. What blood? Take me in your arms, Pete. Okay. There. Satisfied? Yeah. Thrilled. Now what? Let's talk. About what? About the situation in Indochina, that's what. Oh, well, according to the latest reports, Indochina expects its government to... Oh, shut up already. I thought you wanted me to talk. Yeah, but about something of mutual interest. Me. Oh, what shall I say? Oh, anything that pops into your mind, like, uh, Maisie, you're beautiful, adorable, and stuff like that. Okay. Maisie, you're beautiful, adorable. Yeah, go on. Stuff like that. Oh, fine. Maisie, I... I mean it. You are beautiful, adorable. Oh, well, go on, Pete. Go on. Hey, kids, a cop. Which way is he looking? The other way. Well, don't bother him. He's probably tired. He's looking this way now. You'd better kiss her, Pete. Oh, you heard what the fella said, Peter. Yes, Maisie, come closer. Oh, Pete. That took my breath away. Hey, what's coming off here? My lipstick officer. This man kissed me. Oh, he did. Well, how do you like that? Very much. Me too. Well, officer, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to congratulate you. She's a very pretty girl. Oh, do you really think so, officer? Uh, I mean, uh, what about the law? The law? What law? Pete, kiss me again. That law. Oh, you mean Statute 34529, Section B is amended, whereby it shall be deemed unlawful for two persons of opposite sexes to kiss, embrace, or give undue evidence of affection on the streets, in the parks, or any public place of gathering? Yeah, that's it. I don't believe in it. You don't? Well, don't you? But you got to believe in it. Who says I do? I do. So do I. Yeah, you better arrest them, officer, before I call a cop. You keep out of this, fathead. <gasps> don't you dare call him a fathead, you... You fathead! Now, careful, miss, or I'll haul you in and fine you ten dollars for contempt of an officer. Ten dollars? Well, I got more contempt for you than that. Oh, well, that cuts it. I'm taking you in. Come on. Take your hands off her, officer. Oh, a wise guy, eh? Oh, just a couple of law-abiding citizens. Who insist on the protection promised us in the Constitution to be arrested for kissing. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm arresting you for kissing. Oh, at last. At last. Also for creating a disturbance, being a public nuisance, holding a public meeting after curfew hours, inciting a riot, and uh, but... walking on the grass. Walking on the grass? Well, it's covered with six inches of snow. Yeah, but under the snow is grass, and you're walking on it. Come on, both of you. Oh, Pete, we should have quit when we were ahead. <laughs> You only got two minutes to talk to her. Thanks, Mr. Jailer. Oh, hello, Peter. Are you free already? Look, Macy, they they only gave me two minutes. Well, that ain't much of a sentence. I'll probably get two years. I mean two minutes to talk to you, so I'll have to talk fast. Oh, yeah. Our case comes up this afternoon before mm-hmm. tough old Judge Murdoch. And I think we can beat the rap if you do exactly as I tell you. Oh, sure, Peter. What do you want me to do? Now, let me handle the whole thing. You know absolutely nothing. Well, you ain't kidding, mister. And today I proved it. I mean, when we come before the judge. Let me do all the talking. Uh, time's up, folks. Okay, now remember, Maisie, not a word from you. I'll remember. Some, Pete. And when we come to trial, you won't be sore at me because I got you into this mess, will you? You won't sell me down the river. Maisie, I'll be hanged if I will. With that judge, that's possible, too. <laughs> got another visitor, Miss Revere. You want to see him? Miss Revere, I said, do you want to see him? Why don't you answer? My lawyer said I'm not supposed to talk. It's me, Maisie. Oh, (laughs) come in, Johnny. Thanks. And leave the jail door open, guard. It's stuffy in here. Oh, sure, miss. Anything you say. Oh, no, you don't. Two minutes, sonny. Two, uh, okay. Gee, it's nice of you to come and talk to me, Johnny. Oh, I'm tired of asking myself why I got into this mess. I got such stupid answers. Ah, oh, don't take it too hard, Maisie. After all, stone walls do not a prison make. No? Well, you could have fooled me. Gee, this is an awful mess you're in, Maisie. Yeah. What are you going to do? Five years, ten years, it all depends on Peter. Oh. And whether the judge can be made to realize how stupid those outmoded laws are. Oh, stupid is right. Yeah. I've been reading up on some of the other laws, and they got some real comical ones. Yeah? Yeah. But did you know that this town still has a law in the books Mm -hmm. that goes back to the Civil War? No. Yeah. Says, quote, No resident of this township shall harbor or give refuge to a southerner on penalty of life imprisonment or death. Unquote. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine what would happen if they tried to enforce that law today? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Johnny, that's it, maybe. I said something? Could be. Johnny, hmm. this Judge Murdoch, is he an old 60 or a young 60? Well, I've noticed him eye in the local bells on Windy Corners, but I never heard of the old guy making an actual pass. Oh, then he's still susceptible. Look, Johnny, hmm. my little plan might not be as legal as Pete's, but it stands a better chance of working. Uh, Johnny, you're my friend, aren't you? Till the end. Well, what I want you to do may land you in jail. That's the end. So long. No, Johnny, you got to do it. Well, now, listen. After I trap the judge, I want you to... Session. His Honor Judge Elias J. Murdoch presiding. Peter, I gotta tell you something. Now, Maisie, and remember, don't say anything. Leave it all to me. But, Pete, I found a law passed during the Civil War that was. No talking amongst the defendants. Oh. What's the first case, Clerk? 
City of Cornwall versus Peter Rockford and Maisie Revere. Uh, here are all the charges, Your Honor. Hmm, quite a few ordinances broken. About $300 worth, I figure. Nice work, Officer Jenkins. Thanks, Uncle Elias. Peter, Quiet, I want... Maisie, I'll handle everything. Your Honor, I can explain the charges listed in the complaint. The whole thing was a result of our unified efforts to make a test case of that ridiculous kissing in public law so that all the outmoded city statutes still in existence would be repealed. Oh, you did, eh? Miss Revere, do you have any testimony to give this court before I find you both guilty? I have... Your Honor, uh, what I'm telling you is the truth. Miss Revere can bear me out. Oh, she can, huh? Miss Revere, you know the charges brought against you. Tell me, are you innocent? Uh, well, not entirely, Judge Honey. I know a little about the birdies and bees. Yes, and I insist... What's come over you? You're, uh, <clears throat> you're from the South, Miss Revere? <laughs> I sure am, Judge Sugar. <laughs> I'm just a little old Dixie cup way down yonder in little old New Orleans. <laughs> Maybe I don't get this. Tell me, honey child. I mean, uh, Miss Revere. Uh-huh. What is this man to you? Him? Why, Your Honor, till he came over to me in the park and tried to kiss me, I declare I never saw him before in my whole life. What? Maisie. Frankly, I couldn't blame him for getting flirty with me, Judge, honey. I guess all you young men are alike. Young? <laughs> yes. Well, no, I'm not that young, sugar. <laughs> I mean, girly. Uh, Maisie, this has gone too far. I've heard enough. So have I. Peter Rockford, I find you guilty of molesting this innocent girl in the public park. Oh, fine. Yes, $200 and six months in jail. Take him away, officer. Come on, chump. Maisie, I'll, I'll, I'll get you for this. Oh, did you hear that, Eli, honey? I'm scared. Powerful, sure enough, scared. Now, don't you worry, Missy. You'll be perfectly safe with that young masher behind the bars. Well, I know, Judge, you watch it, but I, I've still got about an hour till my silly old train leaves, and I'm, I'm scared being all alone in your city. Mm-hmm. Is there a place where poor, helpless, but... Awful friendly little gal like myself can sort of kill a little time till my train comes in. Yeah. Well, uh, my house is just down the street if you'd like to, uh, well, spend your last hour in town with me. Oh, well, you all handsome. Coax me. Well... You talk me into it. Shall we go? You know, Eli, honey, it sure has been pleasant sitting with you here on this, uh, uh, you pardon the expression, love scene. <laughs> yes, my dear, but you still seem to be afraid of, well, something. Mm-hmm. You keep looking out the windows if you were expecting somebody. Oh, well, that's just for to have it, sugar. When I lived on my grandpappy's plantation, I always used to look out the window at, uh, at the tobacco trees. Tobacco trees? Well, where I come from, the tobacco grows real tall. Oh, come in, Johnny. Say, how do you know who's out there? Uh, uh, just took a while, Gaius. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Well, well, I find you two together just as I thought. Why, Judge, honey, what does this perfect stranger mean by that? Yes, young man, do you realize you're breaking the law by bursting in here? On the contrary, Judge Murdoch, it is you who are breaking the law. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Breaking the law? What law? 
a certain statute passed in 1863 whereby it is unlawful to give refuge or harbor a southerner of which this young lady is undoubtedly of. Me a southerner, you all? Why, that all is ridiculous, all ain't it all, Judge All. But, but that law is outmoded. Well, they, they just forgot to repeal it. However, it is still a law punishable by life imprisonment, death, or both. Oh, oh. oh we got to do something a lot, honey. If I get myself involved in a scandal like this, what will my family in Atlanta think? Atlanta? I thought you came from New Orleans. Oh, uh, well, we move around a lot. <laughs> Young man, couldn't we all come to some kind of agreement to hush this disgraceful thing up? Yes, yes, I'll do anything. Oh, you will. Good. Then maybe you all would forget about those other silly, out-of-date laws like kissing in public and free anybody under arrest for violating same, like that um, Peter Rockford man. Uh, all right. Uh-huh. I agree to the terms. Mm. Rockford will go free, and I'll see to it that those stupid laws are repealed. Oh, good. Uh, good. Uh, oh, Judge, I insist that you put this verbal agreement in writing. Here it is already drawn up. Well, you were pretty sure of yourself, weren't you, young man? Yeah, honey, we sure were. What? Uh, I mean, we sure were cozy in here until this strange interrupted us. Hmm. Uh, sign the paper, Judge, honey. So we're all going to be alone again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> alone. Sure. There. Satisfied now? Uh-huh. Now, Johnny... Go get Pete out of the clink. Yes, go get Pete. Hey, you just lost your southern accent. Did I? Well, it may be a little late, drool boy, but I just decided to join the union. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Macy. Well, that little caper wound up on the plus side for humanity. Me and my sample cases are on our merry way into the light blue yonder. I sure hated to say goodbye to Johnny, especially Peter. After all, something might have come from our mutual attraction. The struggling young lawyer and me did have something in common. We both were broke. Well, little Maisie will just struggle along until Mr. Wright comes along. Yes, sirree, brother. When I finally put my finger in a wedding ring, I'm going to make real sure I ain't putting my foot in it, too. Well, get going, Pete, and be careful. You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. <laughs> Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Sidney Miller, Louis Jean Heights, Earl Ross, Peter Leeds, Frank Nelson, and James Eagle. 
Jack McCoy speaking. 